welcome back to the glowing 20s so it is a saturday morning it's 7 30 and i'm sitting in my living room we have some ambient lighting going we have a candle lit a hot cup of matcha and of course some water as well and yeah i'm sitting on my floor and my setup is all on my coffee table. This is where I sit to eat every day, every meal, <laughs> and I love it. I love my setup. I would say the one thing that I would like to change is maybe decrease the amount of clutter I have everywhere, but that is my very own fault, so... I can change that and I'm planning on doing that today and spending the day just kind of tidying up but yeah it's a beautiful morning it's a cozy morning for sure it's raining outside or is it now let me let me see I don't know I can't tell I don't hear anything but every once in a while you hear a huge gust of wind that just shakes up my home and then it starts raining and then it stops in another three seconds and then it starts again. So that's what we're dealing with today. And now you know all about the weather where I am. <laughs> Anyways, so today we are going to be, well, first of all, before I just jump right in, I was thinking that maybe we could start our episodes every week with thinking about our accomplishments for the week and I could tell you all some of mine and then you could think about some of yours and of course you can always reach out to me and let me know what they are because I would love to hear them and celebrate your accomplishments with you. But I don't know if y'all listened to my episode, I believe it was just two episodes ago, that was talking about tracking accomplishments and I just think that that's something that you know, I spoke about it, but sometimes how it goes is because remember, I'm also learning and growing and this podcast is me kind of sharing what I'm learning as I'm learning in my 20s. So even when I'm learning something, wow, I'm saying that word so much, it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm putting it into practice the way that I want to, which is good. I think it's very human, but the only way to be able to cultivate certain habits is by intentionally putting them into your routine in some way or another. And so I think this would be a really nice way to do it. You know, when I am recording this podcast every week and you're listening to this podcast every week, we can take out time to think about our accomplishments. So let me know what y'all think about that. But I'll go ahead and share mine for the week or even just in general. So for, um, I mentioned very briefly in the previous episode that I moved to California and for those who haven't listened before, I moved from Texas and I grew up in Texas and I went to college about an hour away from home. So this is very different, very new. Um, and very isolated, but I'm enjoying it. I am, I believe, I think. <laughs> Since I've gotten here, I think one thing that's been happening quite a bit is 
that I've been really focusing on the things that I am not doing well and that I'm failing at and I want to keep doing better at those things and making it so that I'm no longer failing at them, which is fine. It's very, very reasonable to want to continue to improve yourself and see places where you can improve. I just think that there has to be some sort of balance as well, right? If you're doing all a bunch of things that are right and that you actually really enjoy doing and that are really helping you and in areas where you actually see improvement in your life, I think that it's really important to be able to acknowledge that because that is, and I've even read on this before actually, I have no clue where I've read it, but um, in a few places, the best way to get yourself to actually grow and do the things that you want to do and learn, whatever it is, is through encouragement rather than guilt, shame, anger, whatever emotions tend to come with those feelings of failure and inadequacy. So I think that's even more of a reason why we should focus more on our accomplishments because that will encourage us to grow even more than not just recognizing where we're failing. I think that in itself is fine, but putting ourselves down for that and really getting upset and frustrated about those things, if that makes sense. So one example is that or i guess just in general right since i moved here i really wanted to kind of get my priorities straight as far as taking care of myself goes i wanted to be better at taking care of myself like i used to be and i kind of fell off of that my last year of college because i had other priorities. I wanted to prioritize my social life and my academics, of course. And I wanted to prioritize my social life because I wasn't going to see these people again for I don't know how long. And so I wanted to spend as much time as I could with the people that I loved and really make those core memories with them. And I don't regret that. I think that we all have, we just have different stages of our lives where our priorities shift. And now I've entered a different stage of my life where now my priority has shifted back to myself and I'm happy to be here. (laughs) And so I have been making it, I've been very intentionally taking care of myself in ways that I think will encourage me to learn and grow i'll let me walk you through just a day let's say a weekday in my life okay i wake up i wake up around i want to say between 4 and 4 30 in the morning (laughs) the time difference i've really just leaned into it i know that when people move somewhere else they just kind of adjust i didn't adjust i never adjusted so when i would sleep at 10 p.m in texas And when I came to California, it would be 10 p.m. in Texas and 8 p.m. in California. So I would just go to sleep at 8 p.m. And I love it because there's no reason for me to stay up past 8 p.m. if I'm being really honest. 
I, when I was home, I would stay up until 10, especially for example, during the summer when I was living with my family, we would watch movies together. We would sit around the table and talk to each other. We would play games until 10 p.m. So that was reasonable and I wanted to do that. But now when I talk to my family on the phone, when I talk to my friends on the phone, I can usually still talk to people and have my dinner and maybe even watch an episode of a show and still be in bed by like latest 8.30. And I wake up around four, right? Because that's four, 4.30, because that's eight hours of sleep. I always want to sleep for eight hours. Y'all know I prioritize my sleep because I have to. Of course, I've spoken about this before, but my research was on sleep deprivation and the effects of that. And I don't want to mess around with that at all. Ever since I had made it a priority for me to focus on my sleep, which I believe was back in February of 2021 or something. Was it? Wow. Or was it 2022? No. No, it was 2021. Back then I had done some research on the importance of sleep. That's when I kind of started getting into it. And so that's when I started to really prioritize my sleep and I don't mess around with that. I also have sleep issues. So there are days when I don't sleep enough and I can't sleep enough. And I those days are literally hell for me. I hate them. Um, I just want them to be over so I can try going back to sleep again and making the next day better because it's like those days are a complete waste if I don't get at least seven hours, I want to say. Last night, sadly, I went to bed kind of late and I have a habit of waking up really early, of course, now that I'm waking up around four every morning. So I woke up, I think, today at 5.30 and I didn't get enough sleep, but I still feel good. I feel pretty energized. So hopefully I can make the most of my day, but for the most part, yes. Anyways, very long tangent. You can't, you can't get me to stop talking about sleep. I won't do it. I won't. And I, I and I won't. So anyways, moving on. <laughs> I, um, what was I going to say? Oh, okay. So I wake up early, right? And my morning time is when I like to take time for myself. So I go straight to my mat and I work out. I, I mean, I brush my teeth and put in my contacts, but then I go straight to my mat and I work out. And I do that first thing in the morning because again, I don't wanna mess around with that. I know that if I put it off, even for an hour, I, will, I may be able to convince myself that, oh, it's too late and I don't know if I'm gonna have enough time to get ready. It's ridiculous, my job starts at eight, so I still would have enough time to get ready if I worked out at five, but, I don't know, you know, some, there's some days when I'm gonna have to wash my hair and I can do it all. I can work out, wash my hair, meditate, get ready, have breakfast. I can and I have, I did that just yesterday. But the order in which I do it makes a difference to me. Not sure why, but it does. So I go straight to my mat, I do work out. It's usually between, I wanna say 35 minutes to an hour. Um, actually, I think, yeah. The reason that I work out in the morning is because I just know that getting movement in during the morning time, I'm going to be sitting at my desk for eight hours. 
that day and I don't want to do that. I think I'm going to get really restless. It's going to be a lot harder if I don't get some sort of movement in in the morning. So even if I do say wake up later or I lay in bed a little bit later than I wanted to or I have other things that I was planning on doing that morning and I'm not going to have enough time to do that full workout, I'll still do something for 15 or 20 minutes because I just want to get that movement in because I know it's going to make me feel better throughout the rest of my day. So love working out in the morning. I think it also just really helps me sleep better at night. I also think that because I sleep so early, working out after getting home from work it just doesn't sound very feasible because you know it, it kind of wakes you up again and I don't want that I want to just lean into my sleepy state after work so I can go to bed I just I love the way working out in the morning makes me feel it makes me feel very accomplished as well so it's just a great way to start out the day and then I will move on to meditating I will take a few minutes if I feel like it to read Journey to the Heart and the Daily Stoic and don't sweat the small stuff but if I don't feel like it I won't read it it's just intuitive <laughs> but I do make it a point to meditate every morning I'm trying to get back into that habit for sure then I get ready for the day and then I can just kind of chill and eat my breakfast at my own pace I don't have to rush sometimes I do <laughs> I don't know where the time has gone sometimes, but my mornings are just very slow, to be honest. There's a lot of just kind of sitting around, <laughs> and I like that. I just think it's a great way to start my day. I do think maybe I can minimize the sitting around and try doing other things with that time. I think if I took all of the sitting around time, because it's all just in increments. So it's before I work out, maybe I'll go sit, some, like sit on my couch and just kind of prep myself, my brain, for the fact that I'm about to work out at four in the morning. And then after I work out, I'll just <clears throat> sit on my couch again and prep myself for like the next step of getting ready. And then in between getting ready, say I've changed my clothes. Okay, now I'm going to sit for a second before putting on my makeup. But I do think that I could actually get a lot done, a lot more done in the mornings as well. Like I could, I know at one point I had been tidying up in the mornings and I really liked that as opposed to tidying up at night. Basically, I try to minimize the amount of things I have to do at night because all I want to do is grab a bowl of food, sit on my floor and then my couch and watch TV <laughs> and then go to sleep. My brain is dead after work and I like that. I love my work. It's so challenging, but it's so, it feels very fulfilling. I'm learning so much. It's like school and I love it. So anyways, I haven't spoken at all about my accomplishments yet, but what I'm trying to say is that all of those things that I just said that I do, that routine, the working out, the meditating, the, is that it? The cooking, I, I cook for myself on the weekends so that I don't have to cook during the week or not. I mean, I like cooking, so sometimes I do cook during the week, say on Wednesday or something, I, I want to switch it up. But I usually don't really care to switch it up. I know people are like, oh, how do you eat the same thing? Me okay, a lot of people are really against meal prepping. And I don't know why. Because I feel like meal prepping is so easy. And it's fun. And it's quick. You just make 
whatever you're planning on making, but you make a big portion of it that's gonna last you for a few days. You make two of two dishes, maybe. If you want, you could do like three. I don't really meal prep breakfast. I just make my breakfast in the morning. I mean, you can prep to an extent if you want to, depending on what you wanna make. But, you know, like you could prepare the elements to a breakfast, but I feel like I'm not into the overnight oats. I don't really understand eating oats cold. I've tried it and I don't like it. <laughs> it feels so simple to me to just, you know, you just have to take out an hour or two. And maybe it's just because I enjoy cooking. So maybe I shouldn't speak for everyone and be like, it's so easy. Because for some people, it's probably not that easy. I enjoy cooking. I like being really creative with what I make and finding new recipes. Um, I like exploring, you know, recipes from all over the world but that's probably what it is. It's just, I, I enjoy it, so it's easy for me. But I do think, really in the grand scheme of things, I'm just looking objectively at it, not at my feelings about it, I do think that it just reduces the amount of time and energy you have to spend during the week. And I'm a big believer in in just minimizing the amount of decisions that you have to make during the week. You have, you know, you can have already planned out what kind of workouts you wanna do during the week so that you don't have to decide. You can already have all of the, I do my grocery shopping on the weekends. I prep my food for the week. I already know what I'm gonna eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for every single day of the week. And that is so easy. And I think that's really what I want to work even more toward is just reducing, reducing, re reducing the amount of decisions that I have to make for myself because it makes everything go so much more smoothly and it really reduces the amount of time it takes to just to make decisions and especially for me, I'm so indecisive. So it's really nice to be like, okay, I have prepared this for lunch for the rest of the week. I've prepared this for dinner for the rest of the week. It just gives me more time to focus on other things that I wanna focus on throughout the week and also just focus on resting because nobody wants to go home and do more work. I don't think, I mean, I've seen those five to nines after my nine to five videos and it looks like some people do wanna do more work, which those just blow my mind. But again, maybe it's because I'm an early morning person, but I'm like, I don't know how y'all are doing this after a whole day of working because it could not be me. And I, and I just, I can't believe it. Like, I just feel like they're lying to me. Is this real? Because, wow. What I'm trying to say is, goodness, I don't know how I've gotten on this whole tangent and I still haven't said what my accomplishments are. I'm proud of myself for having kept this routine and I'm proud of myself for taking care of myself and focusing on reducing my anxiety and on being more mindful and on taking care of my physical health and eating at home and cooking healthy, delicious meals for myself. I'm really, really glad that I do that. And I, knowing that I can take care of myself in that way, I know that I can also take care of myself in other ways, like cleaning my space, <laughs> which desperately needs to be cleaned. But 
let's just get on with this episode. Let's talk about what we really came here to talk about, which is embracing discomfort, except for in the comfort of my own home. Wherever I go, I'm so uncomfortable. And I think that just comes with moving to a new state on your own or a new city on your own, whatever it is. It's just a constant state of discomfort and it kind of sucks. And it's a little bit tiring as well. And I know maybe starting out this way is like, why would I want to be uncomfortable? Like you're not having a good time and I'm not. Well, I am. Am I? Yes, I am. What is making me uncomfortable? Let's start there and then we can work our way forward. So the discomfort comes from number one, Something that I just completely failed to acknowledge when I came here, but I am now very willing to acknowledge is the fact that I'm not surrounded by anybody that I know, okay? I'm just surrounded by a bunch of strangers and that's kind of uncomfortable. When you're at home with your family, when you're at college with your friends, that's comfort. That's where you know that somebody's there and somebody has your back and somebody's going to help you. And even the moral support that's there helps you make it through every single day. When I'm here, little tasks can feel so difficult just because I feel like I'm doing it on my own. I don't know if it's more of a subconscious thing. I think it is because I'm not over here like, oh, I have to take the trash out. I really wish somebody was here to help me. That's not really what it is. It's just, it's almost as if you focus less on those things because you're focused more on your interactions with other people. And so those don't seem so big. They're just small details of your day. And then the bigger details are more of your interactions with the people that you love, if that makes sense. And I still interact with the people that I love over the phone, but it's just different. I will say it's really nice to when I'm able to do little tasks while I'm on the phone with people because once again it just feels for me less stressful like I'm less focused on this big task and I'm more focused on talking to the person that I'm talking to while accomplishing my task but yeah I don't know just little tasks feel big and difficult sometimes or not even just difficult, just tedious, I guess, even if it's not a tedious task by any means, but it just feels a little bit more like a chore, which is fine. They are chores, some of them, (laughs) so I guess they can feel like a chore. I don't know, so I'd say that's pretty uncomfortable. I would say just going to work and sitting there for eight hours and working is really uncomfortable. I think I have a certain amount, I think, of social anxiety where it's just kind of hard for me to talk to people without literally overthinking every element of it so to the sound of my voice what I'm saying oh what I'm saying is stupid the way I'm saying it is stupid why is my voice sound like this why do I why am I like this (laughs) what are they thinking about what I'm saying what is the person over there thinking about what I'm saying? Can that person hear me right now? Is somebody listening in? What are they thinking? It's ridiculous. And it's very, I mean, 
it just makes it hard to just do daily tasks like writing an email right i'm writing an email say and then somebody walks past me and i'm like oh did they look at my screen what do they think about <laughs> what i'm writing nobody cares nobody cares something is so so wrong like i i really need to reason i need either somebody needs to re come reason with me or like i need a reason with myself because i know that some of the things are just so unreasonable or if i'm if i'm calling somebody or picking up the phone i hate calling people at work and i try to call only when nobody is around which is hard because i share a cubicle so <laughs> but i'm like oh and then when i answer the phone did i answer the phone okay so <laughs> it's all just very uncomfortable and i think um, one thing that I was talking to my best friend Camera about, she was in this, the last episode actually with me, was that whole, and this is going to be a theme, actually, she's going to be telling me a lot throughout this episode, um, I'm going to be sharing that theme of her telling me, oh, you have to embrace this discomfort because you're expanding your comfort zone. I was, I was telling her, you know, if I could just do my job from home, it would be so much easier. I could pick up the phone and call people. I can send emails. I can write. I can chill. Like I will be, I would be so much, not that I, I'm actually very productive at work because I have to be, but I, I don't think I'd be more productive at home. I'd just be more at ease. And I'm sure that would help me with productivity, even at just a little bit. I'm just so anxious at work <laughs> about things that I probably don't need to be anxious about because everybody else is so comfortable. And I had this thought yesterday that was, I was talking, so we have our Christmas party tonight actually for work and one of the ladies that I work with, she's so sweet, asked me if I was going and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know because I just started really, I guess a month ago from yesterday. So I was like, I don't know anybody and I don't, or not, I don't know anybody like that, you know, at that point when we were, signing up for it which was back in november really when i had just started <laughs> and she was like well you'll know more people by the time the party rolls around and we can meet up over there and hang out a little bit i was like oh yeah okay we'll both go and meet up and that way it'll be more comfortable she's so sweet i'm so as it's approaching suddenly i'm like oh i kind of don't want to go to this because i've been kind of having hermit tendencies. I mean, it's good that I go to work and I go, I mean, I still do the things I need to do. I'll leave my house to go grocery shopping or go to work. But really, other than that, I haven't been leaving my house to go do fun things or like go socialize or go eat. If I go, if I do eat out, I will order it in, which I don't even know why I do that because the food here is not good unless I'm going to the wrong places. But and that's fine because it encourages me to eat my own food and to cook more and I enjoy those things, so that's fine. But yesterday she came up to me and was like, are you excited? What are you gonna wear? And I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna wear and I get, I'll just like stop by for an hour or two. And I was like, why am I saying this? And again, it's not a big deal that I'm saying it. It's not, like it's really not a big deal, but I'm over here overthinking it. I'm like, why'd I say that? That sounds that just sounds like I'm being, like I'm too cool for this party. I was just coming up with every possible scenario for what other people may think negatively about me based off of what I had said. And as I was overthinking, I had to put my headphones in because music for me is kind of like a coping mechanism when I'm feeling anxious or I'm feeling just out of 
my ways. I can listen to music and I, I kind of like get to the mood of the music. So that's uh, one coping mechanism that I've had since I was a kid. I had to put on my music. <laughs> so it was bad. No, I'm kidding. But I was sitting there and I was like, do adults even think about these things? Do they, when they say something, do they think about, oh, how did it come off? Or also just the way that I speak and the way that I think compared to an adult. I know my brain is not there where their brain is. And I'm just unsure of myself and they are not and they and they can communicate better and they're not shy and mousy <laughs> and quiet. And I just want to be in that regard. I want to be an adult so badly because I just feel like I, this is, I mean, I'm such a kid and my kidness, my kidness, it's honestly just, I guess, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not mature. I, I, I mean, I, I do think that I'm quite mature to be honest, but I think that in, of course, I'm not as mature as adults because that's just the way it works. I'm 23 years old, so of course I'm not gonna be as mature as adults. Or not all adults. I know there are some adults that are still more immature than me, but you know what I mean? In With regard to just being sure of yourself and not being anxious about what you're saying and how you're being received, in that kind of way, I think I'm a lot more immature than adults, even though I'm apparently you're an adult after 21, which <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> but yeah, I think I, I was also a little bit hungry. So after I ate, I was fine again. And I was like, okay, I'm here to work. So who cares? And she did not stop talking to me after that. So <laughs> I think it's fine. <laughs> but I'm going to go to this. I'm going to stop by at the very least. It's going to be uncomfortable probably, and that's fine. I'm just going to go and have fun, have a good time, hang out with some people that I know but haven't physically met yet. That'll be fun. I'm glad. I'm excited to actually meet them. Yeah, it'll be good. Last night, I actually went over to Sacramento after work. That was really uncomfortable, but I had fun, honestly, for like the most part, all in all. I went to a little bar. It, it's, I guess, kind of like a cocktail bar, but it's cute. It was decorated for the holidays. I thought it was going to be super crowded, and it was. I actually had to get a seat outside, but they had heaters, which was nice. But decorated for the holidays, super cute. Definitely want to go back. I definitely want to go back. I don't know when, but I want to probably but before the holidays so I guess next weekend <laughs> I went there by myself and I didn't I brought my journal and a book but I didn't bring it with me I left it in the car because I was assuming that this place would be kind of more like bustling so it would be weird if I read my book but I had a quiet little corner I could have brought my book I'm kind of sad that I didn't but I was gonna leave and bring my book and come back but then I saw that the seat that people were entering and I was like I need to grab a seat before the seats get taken so sat down chill literally I got a buttered what is it a hot buttered rum it was so cozy I, I'm not gonna lie the rum the taste of the rum was a bit much like it tasted rummy you know but 
it is an alcoholic beverage so it will taste like alcohol and it was very cozy and it was hot and it was like cold outside and I had a little bit of the heater on me but not enough to make me warm and I forgot a jacket or no I intentionally didn't bring a jacket and I was upset about that but I just sat there and I drank my hot buttered rum in the corner and I people watched and I stared off into the distance and I sat there for about an hour and then I was like man I really need to get some food in me so I I went next door and I got a pizza or a couple slices of pizza and then I went home and that was it it was really terrifying it was very uncomfortable being there I thought I was being watched I felt like eyes were on me they weren't they were on themselves and whoever they were with <laughs> and I think if I was probably less out of my if I was more out of my mind like not so self-focused I would have had an even better time but I think well like self-conscious you know I was just self-conscious but I think that that's probably very normal for your first time going out to a bar and just one of those streets where you people can bar hop but they're not these crazy bars they're like sit down lounge type bars they're cute but i think a lot of people kind of go from one place to another to another and it's a little bit of a younger crowd so it's more my age and so there's just a lot of because of that because it's a lot of people your age then you think that they everybody's also thinking like you and that they're looking at you and being like, what is she doing here alone? And why does she look like that? Or whatever. <laughs> and so I just, um, but I, I pushed through because after I left that one bar, I was like, okay, I need to go find some food desperately, but where do I go? I was going to pick something up and go home, not be seen, go home and then eat. And I don't live close by. I live 45 minutes away. So that was just unrealistic. And I was like, no, I'm just going to go. I'm going to go walk myself over on the street. If I'm being perceived, okay, so what? It's fine went over got myself my damn pizza and left and that was it it was a good night overall i would say next time i go i'll be more comfortable it's almost as if you know um it was so uncomfortable that i probably generally would have been like okay i'm not doing that again but i'm gonna do it again because i'm gonna do that again or i'm whatever like i'm gonna go do something else again i think at night I'm less likely to go places which is fine just because I don't it's not really my scene I mean a, like a lounge bar type thing is more my scene but I'm like what do I do here I like to do things that's why I like going to coffee shops because I go to a coffee shop and I can read and I can edit a podcast episode or I can journal there's so much to do but I feel like and at that specific place I could have done any of those things but at other bars other locations not necessarily so that's what I'm trying to say is I just think that I'm I think I'm like past the nightlife stuff I don't want to do anything too crazy at night I just want to go chill somewhere and I think that was a nice chill spot so I would go there again but I just think next time I could plan a little bit better I still think I planned better than I normally do so that's okay <laughs> But, and I'm glad that I went there and I actually went through with it because there are times when I'd go somewhere, even if it's far away, 
and I'd just go sit outside of the restaurant in my car and be like, should I go in? Nah, and go somewhere else and do something completely different. And it just ruins the day and it ruins the mood. And it also makes me upset that I couldn't go through with my plan and show up for myself in that way. So I think that I, I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna go in and it's gonna be uncomfortable and that's okay, but I'm gonna do it by myself and I'm gonna show up for myself and I'm gonna have a good time and enjoy myself while I'm there. And I did. So, well, for the most part. <laughs> and next time I'll enjoy myself even more. But you know, I wanna go and go to like bookshops. I can go there. I can go to coffee shops, boba shops, whatever by myself. Go to Trader Joe's, love Trader Joe's. Don't have one where I am. So can really make good use of that. But yeah, just, I could go to workout classes. I wanna do things to really just expand my comfort zone. And the only way to really do that is to put yourself in positions where you're uncomfortable. Because when you're just sitting in your comfort zone, it makes it really hard to actually know yourself better. You know, you, you don't get to know yourself better because you don't actually get to know what else you enjoy and what else you're passionate about. Like, I always think about this. What if I have some hidden talent or not even talent, but like something, a skill that I can develop that I just haven't really, dis I haven't really found because I haven't really put in the effort to make myself uncomfortable enough times with that one thing or I haven't done it at all. Do you know what I mean? So that, the possibility that there's something that could be like my thing, some sort of creative endeavor, some like, what if I can do art? What if I can dance? What if I can, I don't know, what, whatever, any, anything, do pottery, I don't know. I wouldn't know unless I went out and did those things. So that's, what if I could do like crazy, yoga or something like airy my i have a cousin i've said this on the podcast so many times but it, it's been a while since i mentioned her so hey i'm mentioning her again i have this cousin who when i was 18 i met her and she's she was i think in her early 30s at that point and she was telling me that so she's just like incredible right she's so smart she's an engineer i don't know what kind of engineer it's either chemical or like biochem or something. I don't know. She does that and then she also like scuba dives. Already when I had met her, I was like, wow, she's really cool. She does a lot of things <laughs> and I want to be like her. Then she also told me that she does aerial, which is, you know, the, it's like the ropes The I think there's the silk ropes. They're, it's like yoga silk ropes or whatever they do they do aerial i think in cirque du soleil so she does that so she was telling me that she started she started doing aerial later in her life at that point so i want to say like early 30s late 20s i could be wrong and if anybody any of my cousins are listening to this episode you can correct me but and then she started doing it like professionally, more professionally. So I think it's really cool. She was, and what she was telling me was that a lot of people think that if they hadn't, oh, if only I had started this when I was younger and like, because I haven't started this when I was younger, I can't do it now. 
and she basically proved everybody wrong. <laughs> and so I really like that. And I, I keep going back to that because it makes me think, you know, I, I can still find something that I'm passionate about and that I'm good at and really develop my skills. Even at this age, I'm not too old. And I don't know, like that's really exciting to think that a year from now I could be a master at something. So, but the only way to get there is to make myself a little bit uncomfortable and start somewhere and start doing something and start doing it consistently even if I fail the first 100 times or even, I don't know, 500 times, but just keep at it. So, and lastly, just going back to talking about that whole idea of habits and making habits that work for you and that you want to have in your life, whatever that you'll enjoy. One thing that I also was really struggling with was although I was doing and am doing these these habits that I really love um, and that I want to recognize that as accomplishments, I was having a lot of trouble with the fact that I can't seem to put in systems to keep my space more clean and less cluttered. I guess it's more of just, I, I haven't really found a place for everything yet and the pile of clothes that just end up accumulating at the end of a week because I just throw on clothes and throw them off and throw them on again and throw them off again before getting to work in the morning because I just try on a thousand different combinations, that sort of thing. That really is what can completely ruin things for me. And again, I think it's a little bit even about the decision fatigue. It's just making a decision in the morning about what to wear sometimes can just throw me off so much, especially if I don't just like the first thing that I put on. And one thing that, again, Cameron told me was the same thing where it's like, okay, this is uncomfortable. You having to go through all of this and figure out how to implement the habits that you like while getting rid of the habits that you don't like is difficult and it's uncomfortable again but when you notice the discomfort you can make adjustments as well you can also you know there's one which is expanding your comfort right like expanding your comfort zone and if you're uncomfortable you just keep doing it until you become comfortable because you know that it's what's best in the long term and there's other things where it's like this is bad and it's uncomfortable and in terms of that, when you're able to recognize that discomfort, you can also make changes. And of course, even making changes is uncomfortable, right? So everything's really just uncomfortable. <laughs> Life is uncomfortable. When I'm changing out of into and out of clothes, right, in the mornings, what if I just took the first thing that I wore, right? It's decent. It's a good outfit. Maybe I just don't like the way that I look in it necessarily. Well, if that's ever the case in the morning, what's going to end up happening, because I know myself enough to know this, is that I'm going to wear a thousand different outfits and I'm it's going to be the same. The same thing is going to hold true for every single outfit. I'm not going to like the way that I look in it. So instead of focusing on that, I can wear whatever I wore initially or maybe even the second outfit if I have to change at all and say you know what that's okay i'm a little bit uncomfortable with i'm a little bit uncomfortable but it doesn't matter because now i'm going to forget 
about this, right? I'm wearing what I'm wearing. It's appropriate. It's decent. It's nice. It's just, it's just me. <laughs> That's the issue. It's the way that I'm thinking. And I'm going to move on to something else. And I'm going to move on to something that's going to help me develop my mindset throughout the day. It's going to help me ease my anxiety. I'm going to move on to something that's just more productive for me and better for my mental. Being able to also recognize where you're uncomfortable and where you can where you can change it to make, be less uncomfortable and where you want to be more uncomfortable if that makes sense you have to kind of shift right another example is i have a friend who sometimes won't eat because she just doesn't have groceries and it's the same thing it's like well you're uncomfortable now but you'll be sure you'll still be uncomfortable with going and getting groceries but you'll be less uncomfortable overall the net amount of uncomfortable is going to be less and over time it's going to be significantly less right so it's like that yeah anyways that's the episode today just to wrap it up basically i don't think there's anything that's it's going to be very repetitive but the wrap up is just to make it a point to be more mindful in your life about how you feel about the things that you're doing and make it a point to, in places where you want to grow, to really push yourself past that little stage of discomfort. And once again, love, love to reference this metaphor from the untethered soul that if there's a dog, right, and there's an electric fence and the electric fence is invisible and it's not, it doesn't hurt the dog, it just gives the dog a little bit of discomfort when he approaches the fence if that dog pushes through that invisible fence just a little bit then they have the entire world around them to explore so that little amount of discomfort in the grand scheme of things is worth it right because then the dog is able to roam the entire world without those limitations you know without anything holding them back and that's just, I think I'm just going to end on that metaphor because I love that metaphor so much. But I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I'd love to hear what y'all think about it. If you want to reach out, my Instagram is at theglowing20s. And um, if you like this episode, please be sure to rate and review the episode or the podcast. <laughs> and I think that's all. I hope y'all have an amazing week and I will speak to y'all soon. Sending love. Bye.